Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. And now, here is your host, the lovely, delightful, insightful, and all-around great gal, Ms. Barbara DeLong. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Nightlight. Um, the uh, pollen has definitely gotten to me tonight, so I will croak my way through the show. Happily, Michelle is, is um, in a place that is pollen-free, so her voice is going to be far clearer than mine tonight. If you are interested in, in getting a, an astrology reading from Michelle, make sure that you have your birth date, time, and place um, at hand. And um, if you do want to get a reading and you've called in, um, make sure you have pressed one. We've screened a few people, but, you know, there's still room for more. So if you are interested in actually getting a reading, do press one so that we know that you want to be called on. Otherwise, we will leave you alone and let you listen in peace and quiet. Well, not too much quiet, hopefully. Um, So, hi, Michelle. I'm glad you're here tonight. (laughs) I am. I can't. You I can't. make me laugh. I swear. I, <laughs> you I, have snow and I have sunshine. You have pollen and I have good times. <laughs> yeah, when Jeannie points that out about where she is, I call her a dirty word. Um, ah! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we talk Ooh. every morning and and I'm freezing and she says, "Well, it was 75 here today," and it was like, "Oh, you certainly are a nasty <laughs> word." And and um, she she takes great joy out of being called a nasty word, and I'm afraid almost almost the entire year, you know, she's she's the one that gets called a nasty word every now and then, and it's very infrequently, but it does happen. I actually have the better weather, but not too often. So so tell me something. Um, the stars have to be doing something really weird because weird stuff is going on. Oh yeah, they are. So Mars, so, Mars out of bounds. <laughs> That's kind of an. It doesn't happen very often. Uh, Mercury is retrograde. Mars is out of bounds, and uh, and everybody else is kind of moving along. So, you know, being Mars out of bounds can can make people do 
reckless things. You, you can be, you can think it's okay to pass when it isn't, and uh, you can find yourself charging into events or saying things that you wouldn't otherwise ever consider saying. So you have to be more cautious when Mars is uh, out of bounds. But uh, if you're a person who's uh, very, very, you know, pulled back, it could be a great thing for you. It'll push you forward. So. But if you're somebody who tends to be outgoing, you may uh, want to pull yourself back a little because you find yourself doing things that might not be the wisest. So that element doing, is there. Doing and, and or saying. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> saying definitely. <laughs> oh, it depends on what it's activating in your chart, and that's, of course, the rest of the story. Uh, but it is out of bounds right now, and uh, Mercury, of course, is retrograde, and it's retrograde in Aries, so that doesn't slow Mercury down. It just kind of pushes it forward, but it makes you dig into the past in more of an aggressive way than you normally would. So you may find people coming out of the past who are people who have been, well, outgoing, athletic. Uh, they could be people who are aggressive. They could just You could just find yourself meeting the climber that you've always wanted to meet, the hiker that you've always wanted to meet. So... Um, or someone that you used to hike with, suddenly you find them. <laughs> well, so, it's, um, it really, it holds true because I know uh, Jeannie's sister-in-law passed away and we recently have been going through her house and, and trying to distribute stuff and everything. And it, it brings up memories for me of people from my past that have gone, you know, before. And well, after working with her on her sister-in-law's house, you know, I, I came home after a week of grubbing down there saying, I must declutter. I have to get rid of some of this because God forbid someone go through my house and try to make sense of it at this moment in time. Oh so, Lord, um, you know, those thoughts go through my head. I have, I have sun in, sun in the, the eighth house. So every time it gets activated, it's like, uh, if I die tomorrow, what's going to happen? Oh my God, someone's going to have such a hard time. My poor husband. And I just, Think all those thoughts about I should really get rid of everything. <laughs> That's the Aquarian. Well, you know, it, it, you know, it's. I have Aquarian rising, so I have some of that too. But I have hopes that the grandchildren will hold have interest in some of the things that I have, you know, brought th- forward in the family. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, you I know, could... I, uh, I I saved my wedding dress for quite a while, and then I finally said, you know what, I'm done. I'm just going to give it away to somebody who could use it, and I did. And then, lo and behold, my nephew has a little baby girl, and he says, you know, Aunt Michelle, you had such a beautiful wedding dress. And I said to him, Michael, it's gone. <laughs> ah. It's just crazy. You know, I just every now and then I'll go – We've held on to this long enough, and uh, out it goes. Well, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I've got stuff that goes back three and four or five generations in the family. So, Mm. you know, I I, I can really screw my son up by leaving it to my grandchildren, you know, on their their marriages so that they will split it up when one of them gets married. And he'll have to to store it all. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, no, we all I'm we all have our experiences, but as we get older, you know, I'm an artist, so as well as being a writer and an astrologer and having had a bookstore, so I I have a lot of stuff, and um, yeah, I well, always you know, think it would, 
it'd be so much easier if you just had a regular job and <laughs> well, do all well, these. I think you get to a certain time in your life and in in some ways they sort of define you of what you've achieved and what you've become and everything else. And I, I think, you know, in another 10 years, I'll take a, take a look around and say, oh, screw this, you know. <laughs> and, and, and I will most probably just, then, then I'll pack it all up and leave it to them. But we, we have to get going because we've got a good line here of people. So we should be able to keep cranking for the whole two hours. So we've got oh. Donna on the line. Hi, Donna. How are you doing tonight? Oh, thank you. I hope you feel better. I feel fine. I just sound oh. crappy. <laughs> oh, you sound fine. <laughs> well, Donna, what what can we do for you? Give us your data and we can go forward. All right, sure. Um, my birthday is April 22nd, 1954. I was born at 2.50 p.m. in Flushing, Long Island. 2.50 p.m. So you like afternoons? You like the sunshine? I do, but I'm in California now, but we've had kind of overcast days these last couple days. Please. But I I love the sunshine. Yeah, usually people born in the afternoon like 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 the afternoons. They're individuals who tend to like the sunshine more than people who yeah. are born yeah. in the middle of the night. So it's kind of interesting. We're all very different, but uh, so let's take a look. So, what would you like me to focus on? Well, you know, I applied for a job, and the other girl got the job over me. It was a healthcare job. She was an RN, and I'm not an RN, so she got the job. And money's been kind of a problem with me and I wanted to know if that was going to change for me and um, love life I have no love life I'm all by myself all the time and yeah it's just uh, not the way I thought it would be (laughs) okay well let's let's take a look Uh, the very first thing that I notice okay uh, Neptune is approaching your seventh house cusp you were born with Pisces on the seventh house cusp so you're a person who when it comes to marriage or one-on-one relationships, you can be someone who doesn't ever necessarily see them clearly. You tend to be someone who sees more of the, uh, I want to say, the uh, the illusion or the sweetness. Or it could be you yeah. see the parts of it that uh, look good. <laughs> the happily ever after is what Pisces on that cup talks <laughs> And Neptune's getting ready to go into that house in the next few months. Uh, it actually probably be fall, but it'll probably go in and out and in and out several times. But uh, once it gets in there, you know, it's going to open a doorway, and it just depends on who it has to connect with to get that doorway open. So let me just take a little bit of a look here. Uh, as it goes into that house, when it hits 19 degrees or gets close uh, at about 18 degrees, it's going to be activating your Uranus in your chart, which means the doorway could open suddenly, unexpectedly, and someone out of the blue appears. And uh, they may be someone who's international, and yet they may be someone who comes uh, from uh, the home area where your family originates, your mother's side of the family may originate. So that'll be an interesting thing for you to watch for. Uh may happen before that, but uh, it looks like you get a little bit of a challenge even then. So you're challenged um, by your homeland, by your mother, and by the thought of traveling to somewhere else. So they obviously live somewhere else from the looks of it. 
Right now, Pluto has just gone into your fifth house. That's the house of falling in love, but it's a house of a lot of other things. It's a house of every kind of investment you can think of, from children to people to things, and um, you have Pluto just entering it. Normally, when Pluto goes into this house, we literally transform the way that we do things. Uh, we take what we have been in love with doing, like a hobby, and by the time it leaves this house, it becomes what we do for a living. Now, it takes a while for Pluto to go through a house, so it's not like tomorrow or anything. But over the next uh, seven years or so, you're going to find that everything is going to change. And the things that you absolutely adore doing, you're going to find that you're doing them. And uh, it's uh, even in the next uh, three years, you're going to see that Pluto's going to connect and bring you connected to the soul family, people that you have known on the inner planes forever. Uh, so when once you make that connection, everything changes, and that's pretty exciting. And you can uh, watch the ephemerises on the internet and uh, take a look when it starts to get to about 27 degrees. That's when you're going to find you're going to make some major connections. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Mars, of course, is moving forward, and as it does, it's going to move into that house. You want to get out and about. Uh, so if you want to make connections, you want to find somebody, Mars is basically telling you get out and start doing social things so that you can connect. Uh, you're going to have to do that. Also, your progressed moon is about to change sign. It's right now at 29.38 in another week. Basically, it will go into the next sign, which is the sign of Taurus. And so where you've been maybe outgoing and feeling more independent, you're going to feel different. You're going to feel like, I want roots. I want to get some roots down. I want to connect. I want to experience the sensual side of life, uh, the crafty side of life, the luxurious side of life. Um, there's a whole lot of statements going on there. So, And as it does, it conjoins your sun. And let's see what your sun rules in your chart, because I'm not seeing that. Ah. 12th house, so here we have again a statement where you could find yourself uh, in, in over the next two months, find yourself uh, meeting someone that comes from a past life experience, and uh, that meeting could be very fortunate for you because as that moon continues to move forward over the next, what is it, it will be active on that sun in another month, completely active. And within three months, it will be activating your progressed uh, part of fortune coming from that 12th house. So, again, it's a statement. You have a doorway opening up where you could connect with someone um, that will be someone from a past life or from past connections. Family connections is what the statement is. And when we say family, I want you to think broadly uh, because over over lifetimes we can – marry, we could uh, be friends with, we could have children, we could have a husband, a wife, whatever, an aunt, an uncle, and and we interchange a lot of different parts is what I'm trying to say. So um, you have some doorways opening. I'd say make sure to uh, allow yourself to connect. As far as the workplace, let's see what we've got here. Your midheaven's 15, Gemini. So you're, uh, you have air signs on all of your working uh, or ways of making money, uh, all of those houses, you must be very good at communicating. That's major communication when we see that. And that can make for a person who might be a counselor, a consultant, uh, even a salesman. But your son is 
progressed uh, into cancer. Jupiter is in cancer. They're all in your house of uh, career along with the south node and Mercury. So you have um, maybe focusing on anything that has to do with nurturing others, which, of course, nursing would be one of those things. But uh, it can also be other things. So just think in a wider orb if you're not absolutely wanting to do something in nursing. Uh, you have a wider orb with that. Jupiter is in this house, and you its you were born with it in this house and, and Gemini. So I think in terms of communication, I don't know what you're, what you're doing right now, but um, you did say nurse, and I, I see things that can say nurse, but I also see things that say massage therapist and uh, and a person who works in any kind of a care situation where you're a teacher, you teach in some manner, whether it's communication, counseling, uh, mediation, there's a whole lot of statements, but you activate people's ideas. And uh, so you want to kind of put all of that together and see what you come up with. Uh, options in terms of you um, maybe activating a good job coming up. Jupiter right now is at 22. It's in retrograde in, in uh, Scorpio. And uh, so it's uh, really not super helpful right now. It's not going to go all the way back. And where it's been, it's in a, what we call a quincunx action to your natal Jupiter, so it's not helpful at all. It's like I'm in, I'm out, I don't know, I'm coming, I'm going, you're not sure. And it causes a lot of stress. Okay. Uh, let's see if it's going to activate your Mercury. It is as it continues to move back. Let me just move this forward a little bit and see if we're going to make a contact. Because if it does, if there's a doorway opening up for you here um, pretty shortly, and that would be nice, huh? So second, we'll move forward like a month and see where we're at. And uh, moving forward a month, there we are. We are in contact. So uh, you're progressed. Mercury is retrograde. Jupiter in the sky is retrograde. And um, and Jupiter starts to make contact uh, with your progressed Mercury. And Mercury rules your midheaven. So there's a doorway, and it's through some form of communication or or contract that's going to allow you to get in that door. Uh, Let's see if we can narrow that down a little more. Um, Can come through a friend, can come through, um, it's going to sound strange, but it could actually come to your door. So whether that's uh, through a phone call or um, someone actually coming to your door, a piece of mail coming in the door, or through the Internet, um, because that's at home. So (laughs) uh, just... Think in terms of those things and see what opens up for you because you probably have, you have to open the door with the trying. We still have to take action. It's not just handed to you. Yeah, Michelle, we got to yeah. move on. Thank you. Hey. Thank you so much, Michelle. That was so helpful. And oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You take care. Good fortune to you, Donna. Let us know what happens. Thank you. I will. Thank you, Barb. Okay. I love it when they thank me and all I do is pass people on to you. It makes me feel so worthy and so helpful. <laughs> okay. You okay, are we, here. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, and, and, you know, I know Jeannie, you know, while she screens well, she doesn't like to talk. So um, so we got Stacy on the line here now. Hi, Stacy. You're in the air. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi, Stacy. Can you tell us uh, your date of birth and time? 12-16-72, 8.30 p.m. 
so there is a doorway there that could still open uh, and might happen sooner than you think because in the next few days, Venus is going to activate that combination. So I would uh, not give up on that. Remember, Mercury is retrograde, so you could find something and then it seems like it's taken away and then it bounces right back to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how that works. Mercury will station direct on the 15th of April. So we've got a little time, and uh, Venus Venus will easily go to your moon here very quickly. I'm just going to see. I don't want to say something in even be off a day or two. It's not always a good way to go. So it is active right through the 6th. So that's just, it's a few days. Yeah, okay. Let's see if I see anything else. Uh, yeah, and Jupiter, of course, is in retrograde, so it's not, it's not in its most helpful mode. And it's not in a degree that's really helpful for you. Your chart is in the mid-range uh, for the most part. So uh, Jupiter's too far out. Your progressed sun's now at 11, so your progressed sun is also, it's even though uh, it is a square and it challenges all the issues that were between your mom and dad when you were a child, uh, you may be experiencing some of those. Um, So you might want to take a look at anything that irritates you or challenges you right now in terms of relationships, because... Mm -hmm. It's reflecting back to you things that were going on between your mother and father, which kind of displaced your ability to keep your feminine and masculine sides in balance. And so this time frame is a good time frame to take a look at what's irritating you and, and, and bring it to a greater state of consciousness so you can work with it. And that will help you with relationships as you continue. You're also very much, uh, at this point in time, Uh, have the possibility of connecting with someone from the past. Someone, when I say from the past, it can be from a past life, but somebody who you have known very well. And it could be someone who is either a father figure or someone who is a really good friend um, that you really, really loved. So keep your eye out for that because that's in, in the present, in this next few days even. Okay. Anything come to mind that you might want to ask? Uh, yeah. I guess, what do, spiritually speaking, it feels like she's going through a major change. Yes. And as far as her perspective, as far as her direction, as far as her um, desire to really understand her spiritual pathway. Well, she's really, she's opening up a whole new doorway to the feminine side. And the I want to say this, um, it's like bringing forward all of your ancestors who have been female. And you're opening the doorway to understanding them and taking your role and taking them beyond that. So that's a very powerful thing that's happening. And uh, I don't know if you're fully aware of it or not, but that is actually what's Part of part of what's happening right now, and it will be continue over this next couple of months. It is not it is not done. Um, it feels like it feels like her creative juices are really flowing. She just doesn't know where to send them. Hmm. True. <laughs> you, you're a person who could certainly create things. So I don't know. I would 
start with dance because it seems to be something that would fit you pretty well. I have two left feet. <laughs> oh, God. oh, no, no. Dance is not about feet. It's about movement of the whole body. It's like you put the music on and your body kind of flows. It's almost like yeah. you're swimming in the music because it opens up all kinds of channels for you. And then take a look at what you want to do with those hands because you're a person who has wonderful abilities. You certainly, I don't know if you've ever uh, done anything using your hands, but, boy, you should. You should consider it if you haven't. I have. Were, I do. I do a lot of crafts. Yes, yeah. I do. Because okay. that's, that's part of your nature. Yeah. I, I would say a journal, it's a good idea to do a journal this time frame. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, your Mars and your Venus uh, both in Scorpio, if you do journal, you can get down to the root of everything emotionally. You can find the PowerPoints behind the things that we emotionally do or that you emotionally do. But where you have them is in the house of your mom, and you may find yourself digging deep into that biological connection. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's always interesting to see somebody with the Venus-Mars conjunct thing, you know. Yours are not conjunct, but they're close. Uh, makes you a hot mama. <laughs> well, you wow. got a lot going. Is, is, your mother still, is your mother still with you? Is she still yes, here? Yes, she is. Yes. Um, I, I would talk to her about her past because it feels like there are things in her past. Painful thing. I can never. It's it's painful for her, and it's a topic that if I wouldn't even touch. Because every time I approach, it's never good. It's then hurtful hit, then, for her. Then hit relatives that were around at that time frame to better understand it. Okay. And the other thing you can do when you talk to your mom, don't talk about her past. Ask her for stories if she knows any stories of great grandmothers. Okay. Yeah, because uh, Saturn right now is on top of your progressed uh, moon and it's approaching Jupiter. And the statement is things from the past. And again, it's the ancestry of the feminine that's being talked about here. There's a lot to learn oh. there. And the other, yeah, the other thing, ask her when you were. Between one and three, what things did you were you interested in? Because it gives you an indication as to where you have talent that you can build upon now. Well, she would know that because I was raised by my grandmother. So she well, was incognito. Ask, ask your grandma then. Because <laughs> that's when <laughs> she's no longer here. <laughs> but I can ask my aunt, so. Yeah. I get because, a lot of info from her. You, you, those things that you flow towards that first three years are, are, are gifts and talents that you, you perfected to a certain degree in past lives. So they would open to you easily and, and be a great way for you to begin to manifest some of the magic that you have inside of you. Oh, okay. Okay, Michelle, we got to move on. I know. Thank you. you have a Thank lovely you. night. Take care. Bye-bye. Um, she was, she, she's a cool lady. <laughs> yeah. 
I know. I, I really am jazzed about her. <laughs> Let me put it that yeah. way. She's she a cool a lady. Wonderful things that she's going to create. I didn't get to tell her, but Uranus is at her getting ready to go cross her midheaven. And when it does, everything changes. So a lot of dramatic changes coming up for her that are going to be good. good. Yeah, good good changes. Okay, we've got Julia here. Hi, Julia. You're on the air. Hi. Good evening, ladies. Thank you for taking my call. You Our bet. <laughs> What's your date of birth, Julia? It's September 16th. 1961. September 16th, 1961. You're a little chariot, huh? Okay, so what time were you born? Uh, 10.52 a.m. 10.52 a.m. And where? Salem Center, Ohio. Salem Center, Ohio. Okay, let's go take a look. I love that name, Julia. What a beautiful name that is. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I've had it for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, but you know, it's, it's, about, like it's always been with me. What can I say? <laughs> and if your mom just thought you were such a little jewel and she named you Julia. Hmm. <laughs> so, Julia, what is it you want to look at here? Well, I am wanting to relocate. I currently live in Florida, and I'm thinking of, like, moving out of state, possibly, like, South Carolina. So, you know, it's like the whole the whole enchilada is changing, you know, where I live, employment, you know, tribe, hopefully love. You went, yeah. So you it's went, like starting over. Yeah. So, you know, you you would benefit from a reload chart, Um because in my head, as I move it from Ohio to Florida, it's hard for me. Florida's kind of weird. It kind of pokes out, and it's kind of hard to tell how far it poked. But you going uh, where it is uh, a, a further longitude than um, than Ohio, further east, is a good choice because you moved your sun closer to the midheaven. Where you were born, your Pluto was closer to the midheaven. Actually, Uranus was there. And that makes it very difficult for you to enjoy life. So hopefully you're moving more to your sun line. Um, that's well, what I would I was, recommend. Um, let's um, see what's I was on. thinking like uh, Charleston, South Carolina. I don't know if that's my sun oh, line. Um, where, where are you now? Are you further east than Charleston or further west? Because Florida goes both I'm, ways. I'm further west. I'm in central Florida, Orlando. All right. So then that's it would choice. be further to the east for me to go. Yeah, to you want to go further east. That's a good choice for you. Yeah, that's what well, I would recommend. Basically, Charleston is right at the ocean, so that's as far as I could go and still be in the U.S. <laughs> All righty, then. I thought Myrtle Beach was further <laughs> In Charleston, but I guess maybe I'm wrong. Oh, it's, oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, I just meant the whole, you know, East Coast. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, so let's you're see. Right, you're moving, and you know what you've got going on right now. Oh my gosh, you have, you have some British relatives, don't you? Did you know that? I didn't know that. Uh, you have some. Mamma mia. Um, it's a. I want to say a great, great. Maybe even more great grandmother. 
British, very British. Anyway, um, she wants to come through and talk to you. Some At some point, please let her through. I, I don't have time to let her through right now. <laughs> but she was Aww. ready to come through. <laughs> oh, oh, that's my. very cool. That's something else. Well, it, it's funny you should say that as a side note because the U.K. is one of those places. You know how we all have places we'd like to go, we'd like to travel to. And, and that may be like, where you're you're supposed to go and travel to. Because... I would like to go, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, it, there may be something more there for you. That may be why she wants to come through to tell you come home. But... Yeah, and I I like like Regency era romances and stuff like that. So yeah, that that's very appealing to me. <laughs> so, that's cool. Uh, anyway, she really it. wants to talk to you. Yeah. Well, but thank you. I look... That's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it is for others, but not always for me. At any rate, oh, sorry. I, well, I can't get what I'm trying to do done when they come oh. in. So, But uh, right now, Jupiter is uh, applying to your sun, your progressed sun, and making a sextile to your natal sun. So this is like a really nice opportunity for you to open a doorway in terms of career uh, that will be something that gives you something more that you want. It will be something that is more expansive than you've done before. And at the same time, it, it should be fun for you. It's uh, more, it, it might be research, but it's, for you it's fun. So <laughs> I don't know what you do, but it's kind of interesting to look at this. And uh, let's see, movement, though. A lot of the time we have Jupiter active in movement. But right now what you have uh, is you don't have anything stopping you from moving, so you can. Uh, Neptune is in this house, uh, your fourth house, but it's not interfering in any way. And it's really just a matter of choosing is what I'm seeing. Uranus right now is making a fantastic drawing to your midheaven. So there we go again. <laughs> wow. This is your opportunity, and you might want to take a trip. If you have the money to take it, I'd consider doing it now because there's an opportunity here for you to go, uh, and this looks like your father's property, father's homeland, uh, rather than your mother's, but I would uh, I would look into that if I were you because the doorway is open right now. Uh, Uranus making that trine could also open a door again, not just a move, but uh, a good workplace, sudden unexpected opportunity in terms of work. You should consider looking overseas. Wow. Well, I, I said eat, and that's even that. further east. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> Well, the thing is, if you go east enough, that would be like an eight-hour trip. You're going to get your progressed moon up to your midheaven. It's going to make you really comfortable. You have Saturn wow, and Jupiter. Yeah, you have Saturn and Jupiter together. So uh, Saturn's in rulership, so it's not a negative placement of Saturn. And uh, and it works really well with your sun. It's in a fantastic trine to your sun. So if you move to a place that, that has Saturn and Jupiter at the midheaven, uh, you should do just fine there. And uh, that's probably about right, doing it in my head and all, because I do relocation, but most people don't do it in their head like I do. Is there, like, a best time for it, or is it now, or? Now is a great time, but, you know, uh, what will happen again, Uranus isn't going to, well, Uranus will go back and probably will come back 
at this, I don't know that it'll make the connection where Jupiter is also making the connection right now. So, but um, Jupiter is retrograde and it will go forward this fall, so it will activate again. So you'll have more than one activation, that's for sure. Okay. You know, um, Uranus is going to move into Taurus coming up uh, May the 15th. And when it does, it will be making a trine to your progressed Uranus. So you have uh, this kind of a wide doorway from now right through um, the beginning of May, even the middle of And uh, it's a whirlwind. Because Uranus, you were born with it mid-heaven, and, and now it's in your progressed into your 10th house. And so there's this, this wonderful opportunity to travel, to make change, to go somewhere you haven't been. And yet uh, Jupiter on your sun says it'll be very successful. So I'd look into it yeah. if you can get away. Well, that's reassuring because, you know, it's like I'm mid-50s, so starting over, you know, mid-life is, you know, it's kind of a scary thing because I'm, you know, flying solo now. <laughs> so, yeah, well, like, that's just the idea of, you know, all these big changes. <laughs> like, that's the best. Can I do this? Yeah, it's the best time for you to do it, though. Well, uh, the doorway is, uh, you're in a revolving door. You can go out any side you want. Oh, wow. So go is for there, it. Is there any indication of love anywhere in my chart? Let's see here. You know, you were born with that seventh house kind of blank, so moving to another location is not a bad idea because you could start to fill that house up. But uh, let's see where your Venus is. I did. Did I mention it? I don't think I did. You were born with Venus at 21. Yeah. Wow. Right now, right, right now, you're challenged. Okay. But next year, uh, around this time, a little bit earlier than now. Uh, you will have a wonderful doorway open next year, an opportunity for more than just love and even an opportunity for marriage. So that's, yes. that's let, let a me year away. Let me sneak in, too, because it's really important for you to realize that right now is not a good time for you to be in relationship because you're just re- you're just reacquainting yourself with yourself. And, mm-hmm. and until... And until you really, you know, have a really good idea as to who you are and know that you deserve the best and that you are going to wait for the best and not settle for less than you deserve, and until you're really secure within that kind of philosophy, um, you're, you're going to kind of be attracting people that are, that are not sure about themselves, too. And you want someone who is just all together and ready to go. And let me and, tell you. Jupiter gets, next year, Jupiter will be in Sag. And when it is, it's going to activate your Mars, your Mercury, and your Venus. All of them are going to be activated by Jupiter. That means whoever it is that's going to come into your world is going to be somebody that really fits. So it's kind of exciting, if you ask me. We don't, you know, Jupiter, Jupiter makes that kind of connection once every 12 years the connection is going to make this time around. Wow. So that's Holy exciting. Oh, so I don't want to miss that. <laughs> well, just, no, you know, you're not- I, you <laughs> listen to these shows and so many people call asking about love, and it's like, you know, you, 
you know, I'm sure you, you know, Barbara, you have the show, so you hear all the callers asking about love, and it's just, you know, you want to know that it's out there for me again, so. Oh, absolutely, but, you know, we don't really get to anybody that, you know, there's a good opportunity. Like I said, sometimes they can be spaced 12 years apart, so um, we're not always able to tell people, but, you know, I can see this as a super activation coming up. Yes. This next Yay. one is somebody is somebody that is well worth waiting for. Oh, exactly. I love that. Exactly. So, so on the, on that we have to move on. But please okay, call ladies. us back well, and let us you. know. This has been so wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay. I'm very off my so Thank you. Have a great night, ladies. <laughs> you too. Oh, now, Lord, that's- I- That's the kind of of cool stuff you like to be able to tell people. Yeah. Well, she has somebody there with the British accent who really wants to talk to her. I hope she connects. Well, maybe even even in her dreams. Um, We've got got Ellen here. Hi, Ellen. You're on the air. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Terrific. Oh, what a great show you guys are having. We always do. We have fun. <laughs> so yes, tell do. us, when is your birthday? May 26, 1956. I was born in Brooklyn, New York at 3.30 p.m. 3.30 p.m. And that's the big Brooklyn, the Brooklyn that everyone knows in New York. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's amazing how many how many Brooklyns there are in the state of New York. Most people don't realize that. So Brooklyn we're gonna put in Brooklyn Hospital. And we'll go forward from there. Let me get it. And so what do you want us to focus on? Is there anything in particular? Uh, no, whatever strikes you when you look at my chart, just go with it. Okie dokie. Make sure nothing strikes you hard. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, you have have been you you've had some challenges here not too far in the past with Pluto having entered your fourth house, and uh, that can really tear things up sometimes. Uh, we can yeah. change. We can have uh, a death of a mom or someone in our family. Uh, it can be really challenging when Pluto goes through this house, and it can tear up your emotions. It's actually asking you to transform the way that you experience life, the way that you experience your emotions. It's asking you to get to the depth of it and understand it, to kind of make it a friend instead of uh, push it away. So. You were born with 29 degrees Sag, your moon with mm-hmm. 29 degrees Sag. And that tells me it's a critical, it's what we call a critical degree in astrology. And it says, this time around, I'm really going to get it. I'm really going to understand how uh, to communicate and expand my knowledge through my emotional state or my feminine state uh, to take uh, the feminine side of me and expand it beyond where I thought it could be in any past life. So it's kind of an interesting combination of statements. And uh, with Pluto going through this fourth house, it just is reactivating that and nudging you along. Uh, Not in a nice way. It's kind of more like it has a little sandpaper. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not very friendly, but nonetheless, uh, hopefully you're working with that. Let's see what else I see. I don't know if I am. I have never heard this thing about taking my feminine side and, and using it with communications. Um, first of all, where do you? Um, I know that my Sag being at 29 degrees, my Moon at 29 degrees Sag, but I right. don't understand the feminine side thing that you mentioned. Well, the moon always represents our feminine energy. It re- represents okay. our emotions. And it also represents what we desire. And automatically we know that you desire to learn. You desire knowledge. You desire to maybe travel the world and understand all of what's out there. Uh, so, But it's also the feminine taking that to more of the feminine side. The 29 degrees says, I don't want to just learn. I want to take it within me. The feminine side is the intuitive side. It's the side that takes it and creates from it. So it's going a step beyond. And that step beyond may be that you're going to do something with that knowledge that uh, maybe uh, gets it out more to women, maybe gets it out more to families, maybe uh, it helps uh, young women. Uh, there's something there. Uh, so when I say you're going to activate that feminine side, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's, it, whether it's activating it by touching other women or it's activating it by expanding how you see the world in its feminine energy. So it's, it's, um, it's a combination of things. But 29 degrees says I'm going, to get, I'm going to do it this time. So you may have made attempts to do it before. And it could be just being recognized for your incredible knowledge. Uh, in, in past lives, as we go back in time, women were not considered valuable. We were just simply chattel to most men. And uh, so to see it at 29 degrees says I'm going forward as a teacher in a way that uh, couldn't be done as a woman before. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, anytime you see anything at 29 degrees, you need to go another step and take a look. And uh, fascinating, you have Moon at 29, you have Saturn at 29, you have uh, Uranus at 29, you have three 29-degree planets in your chart. Mm-hmm. It's not often seen. Uh, Uranus at 29 degrees is in the 10th house, and it's kind of talking about what we just talked about, except from a different angle. Cancer, it's in the sign of cancer at 29 degrees. And Uranus is about fame. It's about being seen in the 10th house. It's about having a career that allows you to have the variety and the variables that you choose to nurture in a way that is different, unique, unusual, but to still be the woman and to still be able to nurture. So that's saying, I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to go beyond where I've been. And then Saturn at 29 degrees of Scorpio, you know, Saturn in Scorpio is uh, exalted. It's it's happy in Scorpio, which is kind of odd when you think about Saturn. But uh, uh, it has has good energy in Scorpio. And uh, Saturn likes to build structures. And at 29 degrees in the second house says, um, I want to not just build a structure, I don't want to just own a structure. I don't want to have a long pay raise and, uh, and build things, but I want to understand what is behind it. I want to understand the depths of it, to know, know the power behind the scene. Not just make money and spend money, but to understand all the structure of money, understand all the structure of value, 
where is the real power in all of this? So you're kind of taking it apart in order to go a step beyond it. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I'm really listening. This, yeah, I can see some of my the themes in my life coming through in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. We are fascinating, but I mean, you having three three planets in 29 degrees, those are the planets you really need to talk to because <laughs> you're saying you're making very clear statements. The soul that you are says, "I will take this beyond anywhere it's been. I am going a step beyond." And then you have Chiron at 11 degrees, and that, of course, is a master number. And Chiron is the planet of where we're most wounded. As a result of that wound, we will heal ourselves and then be able to heal others who have the same wound. And you have that in Aquarius, and it's in the fourth house. So where your mom may have been your friend uh, or became more of a friend Uh, By the time uh, your life has gotten older, maybe not so much when you were young, but she was kind of more or cold or didn't give you all that you needed uh, from that perspective when you were younger, but she became your friend or has become your friend. But there is a wound there in that friendship. Uh, There is an emotional wound that uh, you have to take a step beyond to understand what friendship really is to go beyond just the top conversation but take it to a deeper level and to master the way that we are friends and the way that we might befriend our emotions and the way that we might befriend our biological connections to mother or females. So a lot of interesting statements and those statements are being activated even as we speak because the south node right now is traveling over this Chiron. So uh, wherever the south node travels, uh, people from uh, past, uh, emotions from the past, and uh, and even talents from the past can uh, come, come forward. And we may find ourselves connecting with a soul family as uh, this... Um, south node travels over this Chiron, it would be either friends who have wounded you in the past or friends who helped you uh, get past the wound. So you should look and see what friends you have around you. (laughs) Who is showing up in your world? (laughs) Okay. Um, You mentioned uh, my mother. Well, actually, my mother died when I was um, young, just 13. So does that influence or affect what you said? Well, it, it 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 certainly has an influence in your world, but it doesn't yes. necessarily influence what I said, because uh, you could still find a way to become friendly with your mother, even though she's not in a physical body. Okay. You know, it's all in our mind how we look at things. You know, uh, you may have been looking at her as having been a person who was absent from your life for so long, and so she was not there. But now you may be looking at her in other ways because you become more aware of who she was and what she did in life. And remember, you're carrying her genes. So mm-hmm. <laughs> befriend her, you befriend the genes that are in your body. It's kind of an interesting yeah. thing when you look beyond just the physical way that we look at things. And uh, I always think that's the way to go. Sounds interesting. Is there anything um, coming up in the next month or couple of months 
that I should be aware of? Uh, I don't know if I have enough time to tell you whatever I no. see, but I'm going to take yeah, it because no, I don't we, we really a have to a minute now. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, the raspy voice is saying we have to move on. <laughs> yeah, that's what well, I kind of figured. I will. Uh, I'll say one thing to you. Uh, Neptune is about to make a, a lovely trine to your progressed part of fortune. So some doorway may open up for you uh, that maybe in the area of service or in the workplace or through the workplace. Uh, that will, Or even in terms of health, it could. It could be a doorway of opportunity in terms of health. Uh, that will uh, make you feel more nurtured and make you feel more whole. So, Wonderful. Okay, thank you, well. Thank you, Barbara. <clears throat> ah, thank you for calling. Take care now. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay, we've got um, Corrine here. Hi, Corrine. How are you doing? Hi, Barbara. How are you? <laughs> I'm croaking. <laughs> just, Only just like a frog. Voice. Only like a frog. Yeah, just my voice, not my body. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this. I have to say, this show is so interesting because it is it's just such a wonderful array of information that you're able to get from people's birthdays and um, just such an interesting subject and, and, and I just love listening to it. Um, okay, so my birthday, Michelle, is 2-15-66 and I was born at 11.43 a.m. in Springfield, Massachusetts. Okie dokie. I have February the 15th, 1966, 1143 a.m. Springfield, Mass. Okay, let's take a look and see what we see. So you have a lot of activity going on in one of the houses. So tell me what what you're curious about. Um, you know, I'm embarrassed to say. It's like <laughs> well, that's you um, don't have to say if you don't want to, but uh, well, it's you know, there's there's a lot of different questions, but it, it, one of the things I really want to know about is love life. Okay, well, let's take of a look. You do. <laughs> there's the little frog in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Making her voice known, yes. <laughs> a powerful little frog. Well, the ruler of your house of falling in love is Virgo. You have, uh, uh, so the ruler is actually Mercury. And uh, falling in love for you can be somewhat challenging. One way it can be really fast, and another way it can be very picky. So fast or picky, neither of them are really stable. <laughs> Uh, right. you, mentally, you you have your Mercury in Pisces, and uh, and Mercury in Pisces is a dreamer. Uh, it's the one who has been basically taken away by the fairies, and it's a very creative and wonderful Mercury. You probably tell fantastic stories, and I'd love to listen to them because I love fairies. <laughs> but um, it's it's not the most helpful. Uh, when it comes to getting you uh, the guy you want, unless we can just find you the right guy. The good news is you have moon very late in the seventh house, 
four degrees of Capricorn. So Pluto's gone by, Saturn's gone by, and that means that it's, the doorway is open for Jupiter to come in in another year and conjoin that moon. And that could bring you everything you want, but it's, it's a ways away. It's not next year. I'm talking about the year after next when Jupiter actually what? goes. Yeah. What? Yeah, when wait, actually... wait, I, I, I want to step in here just for a second. Corrine, what have you not done that you were supposed to be doing that you've put off? Um, well, um, hmm. oh, well, besides writing more. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of other things too. I, I don't know no. what, what, you know, the, the, only th- the only thing I see standing in your way is you. You've promised mm. to do things that you haven't done. So the universe is saying, all right, when you get around to finishing up these things you said you were going to do, we'll give you what you want, but not until. Well, I got, yeah. to, I got to tell you, there is also another doorway that I hadn't noticed and I am now noticing as Jupiter goes a little bit later in sign, not now because it's going retrograde, it's going to have to turn around and go back, so it's going to be uh, early fall, uh, late September, somewhere in there, um, when it goes forward again, and it will go rapidly once it goes forward, it will activate your natal Venus, and Jupiter rules your house of marriage. So there could be a doorway here that opens up, and maybe when I said you could have something fantastic happening two years away, uh, that two years might be a marriage where you actually move in with someone uh, because when Jupiter is on the moon, we can, and in that house, of course, it's the rule of your house of marriage, you could actually marry and move into a house together. So, um, wow. So there is this doorway coming up. Do you want me to go forward? Let me see if I can just go forward and I can capture that doorway for you real fast. Okay, thank you. Pardon computers. We love them. Okay, here we go. It starts to get active Ooh, around October. And now I have to move it two weeks because it's going to go really fast. I know how fast this little guy can start going when he decides to go forward. And your Venus is 28. So here it is at 26. And it's making direct contact on October the 20th. It begins its serious contact with your Venus. And it continues until it will cross it, and it won't go back. So, ooh, ooh, look at this. This is awesome. Right zone, you've got October the 28th. That's just before Halloween. You have Jupiter and Mercury working together, that Venus. So somebody can talk to you, and it's interesting because they're in that sign of Scorpio. They're coming through the house of service and the house of the workplace. So it could be a party at your workplace. It could be uh, at a service organization where you do some kind of charity work. Uh, there's something here. And when that sextile is there, you'd be talking about all kinds of interesting things. And uh, so the doorway opens here. And I would uh, certainly, that's your big doorway right there. And it comes to a close around the Halloween. There's your door. Okay. Take advantage of it. Don't decide to go to sleep on that day. Okay? You've got to go take advantage (laughs) when they open. Otherwise, eh, you've got a long wait for it to come around again. So so on October 28th, get my butt out there, right? You betcha. 
You just in okay. you know, I would start on the twenty seventh and go to the thirtieth. <laughs> yeah, well actually I was two days before. I I didn't say just the tw- I said the twenty eighth looked fantastic because Mercury was also in action. But you should start a few days before. Whatever the day was I gave you was the first one, which I don't remember. I talk too fast and I don't pay attention. I have to pay yeah. attention to what I'm looking at. <laughs> Sorry about I thought I said October twentieth, didn't I? Yes I did. Okay, I went yeah. back to, I said October 20th was where to start. Okay, we'll go with the day before and a couple of days after. Don't just, don't just hinge it on one day. No. <laughs> I'll do the whole week. It sounds That's what good. That sounds great. <laughs> we we got to hey, move on, Corrine. All right, You're thank welcome. you so much. Take thank care. We'll be looking for you at Halloween. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Now no, I people have don't to... always believe what I tell them actually happens, but it does. Oh, well, I know it does. Um, okay, we've got Lucy here. Hi, Lucy. How are you Lucy. doing? I'm doing just right. Thank you. How um, can we help? Well, my date of birth is June 23rd, 1953. Okay. Born at one forty two AM. One forty two AM. In Fremont. That's F is in Frank. R E M is in Mary O N T. Nebraska. Nebraska. I haven't spent much time in Nebraska, I gotta admit. I it's have a good driven, place. It's a good place. I've driven <laughs> far away from now. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Let's take a look. So what is it that you're curious about? Well, it seems like I've gone through a transformation over the past several months, uh, kind of withdrawing from social um, contacts and with an, an intent and a kind of a just a gut thing to concentrate more on my creative passions and try to get some passions uh, or some projects done and it it seems like I am kind of stuck Um, I have some reasons that I let the excuses sometimes including some physical limitations and um, uh, resources you know uh, but it's, it just seems like there's something there preventing maybe, you know, if I'm, am I just lazy or is there something there that I need to accept? It doesn't sound like you're lazy. Um, if you were lazy, you wouldn't be asking if you're lazy. Lazy people don't ask if they're lazy. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've been, you know, very um, productive and resourceful in my past. Yeah. Well, well I, I have a lot of chronic pain, which can can limit you. But at the same time, um, it seems like it goes beyond that. So. Yeah. Well, you know, Pluto has gone over your midheaven, and so that, you know, that causes a lot of transformation, like you said, in your life, and it is just now starting to leave your your the Chiron. You have Chiron at the midheaven. And uh, Chiron is where, of course, we we are most wounded, and as a result of the wound, we heal ourselves and then go forward. And it's a, it's 
in Capricorn, right there at the midheaven. It's like no one could miss the wound you have because it is presently available for everyone to see. So for you to uh, work on it is for you to really create a, a strong discipline. And, I, and it sounds to me like that is what you have been doing uh, your whole life, uh, working, on, working that discipline so that you can step beyond this. Um, the wound can be a wound where you were not given uh, the structure that you needed growing up. Um, the wound could yep. be that, uh, there was an absence of those who would be there to really teach you or give you the security you needed, maybe not the word teach, more about security. So that's yeah. been a challenge for you. And uh, and and. It's like a part of you would probably want to hide it, but you, it's right there. Everyone can see it. So, you know, I say, you know, when everyone can see it, you embrace it is always the best thing to do and go from there. But you, you have major challenges that you were born with. So with Pluto having gone over this area with these challenges you were born with, it's not surprising that you might feel almost burnt out. <laughs> That's what Pluto tends to do. It kind of burns you out. So I wouldn't say you're lazy at all. I would say you're a person who does your very best at climbing. Uh, you try very hard to uh, get to where you want to go. When we're born with uh, powerful squares like you have, you have Saturn and you have Neptune making a square to that Chiron and, of course, to your midheaven, it means that you're constantly challenged to take another step, challenged by people who are older than you, challenged by people in positions of authority, challenged uh, and for you to always uh, maintain the peace and, and keep balance. And, and so it's, this hasn't been an easy game, this life. Um, and on top of that, you have Uranus in opposition to that Chiron, and your progressed has uh, moved on a little bit, which is good. But um, that says that when things change really fast, when something – and it may have been that as a child – you didn't always have the same home because Uranus is there where it's so close to that fourth house cusp. Uh, things may have changed too rapidly for you. Um, and that's never good, you know, for children to have to move around. So, but uh, Can that be a not physical move, but a major change in home life? Absolutely. It's a disruption of some kind that doesn't allow you the super comfort you need to just sleep at night. Uh, You you don't feel super comfortable. The the stability is missing. When we have Uranus, we're never comfortable. Um, That makes total sense. Unless you're traveling and you're over at Disneyland, then you don't have to be comfortable. But... um, in life, it, it, we'd like it to be in a more comfortable spot. Right now, your progressed Venus is on top of your, your natal Mercury. So, boy, this is a time for you to really take time and love yourself. That's uh, uh, only going to be there for a year. But this is your time to really, it's almost like a statement of, I will love you, mind. I will love my being. Uh, and I will nurture you, and I will nurture you emotionally. And if you um, would take the time perhaps to uh, record what your feelings are, whether it's in a journal or on a recorder, you don't, it, you don't have to share it. It's not, there are no requirements here of that. 
but uh, it could be very helpful for you to be able to look at it and acknowledge it or listen again and acknowledge it is what I'm saying. It's kind of like your inner being if you let yourself just kind of flow uh, so you don't control the things you say. You know, we have this sensor that we developed from childhood that stops us from saying things that, oh, that wouldn't be right, oh, that wouldn't be right. But we're talking about you releasing your emotions, so say whatever comes up. And and don't worry, you're not going to hurt or damage anyone. If you have the right people around you, they understand. If you don't have anyone around you and you just do it with your dog or cat, they understand. So just say whatever comes up and then take a look, and that will help you. Uh, to become more whole, but you you know till uh, Pluto moves on until uh, Venus moves to its next space, I say the key element right now, what spirit is saying is it's time for you to take time to relax and love yourself. That okay. is what you're doing, and whatever else comes up in the interim, embrace what it is. Take a look at it and embrace it. But this is not a time for you to say, oh, I'm procrastinating. No, spirit is basically telling you, this is your time to relax. You get a whole year. Don't waste it, okay? Take the year. (laughs) It's good to know that that's there. And it's clearly there, okay? One other question. Um, Is this a good time or should I make the effort to... Um, reestablish a relationship with a relative that I've been estranged from. Um, basically, my brother, um, a couple of years ago, he made it. I'm sorry? Okay, yeah, no, keep going. I, you're giving me. Uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, he made it real clear that we were in very different places from a uh, point of view from um, how we respect people, um, you know, somewhat political, but just in general philosophy. Um, I'd say definitely uh, because, again, this Venus is on top of Mercury, and Mercury represents your brother. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, because Mercury rules your house of siblings. And Ah. uh, I I didn't identify whether he's your first sibling or not. I got the impression that he was. My brother, yeah. And uh, so having Venus right on top of Mercury says that uh, I have the opportunity now to really focus on loving my brother, uh, focus okay. on the love of it. And the key gotcha. here, I think, whenever we have disagreements in family relationships, what I always tell my clients is always remember to honor the person first. We all have a right to have different opinions. I don't care if we were raised as twins, we can have different opinions. And we're in life, our experience is based on exactly that, where we are at the moment we perceive something. That's where our experience is. And sometimes we have the opportunity to open someone's experience to ours, and sometimes they're too closed for that to even be a reach. But when we first connect If the person says something that you don't agree with, it is best to give them the honor of saying thank you. Thank you for giving me your opinion. Thank you for showing me where you're coming from. Uh, It's not something I can work with right now, but I want you to know I love you and I appreciate the fact that you're sharing this with me. And if you come 
love, it will open a doorway. Yeah, I, and, and that's always, that's how I've gotten through and stayed close to him all, for many, many years. He's the one that, in looking at some of my uh, things that I believe in, chose to make the cut and said he could not, you know, that that was more important than love or our, or whatever. So, um, okay, I will con- continue. Yeah, well, to- just, you know, it doesn't mean it's going to mend the way that he thinks, but what it does is it gives you forms of closure and it helps you. Reaching right. out to help you. And if you do it in a loving manner, it simply cannot hurt the other person either. Right. True. Cool. Okay. Okay. We have to Very move good. on. Thank you. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you, Lucy. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. <clears throat> you give such cool advice. And I don't even have ice cubes. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. We've got Shelly here. Hi, Shelly. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Barb. How are you doing? Oh, just croaking right away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so my name is Shelley. Uh birthday is eleven twenty six sixty one, um, five fifty one PM in D C. Okay, you're fast. November twenty sixth, nineteen sixty one, five twenty one PM. Five five I'm sorry, five five fifty one PM. Five fifty one PM. Yes. Right. And in Washington DC you said? Correct. That's unusual. <laughs> I don't think we've had too many people from D.C. over how long have we been doing this. I don't know. <laughs> Lot of years. I, I, was, I, I was odd. I came two months early um, and premature and weighed three pounds, 11 ounces. So wow. I, I figured in that day and age, um, I'm meant to be here for certain reasons, one or more reasons, so. Well, you're one of the few people that have survived Washington, D.C. <laughs> and I actually lived in D.C. in my 20s. It was it was a fun time. It was a fun time. Mm. Well, let's see now. What would you like us to kind of look at, focus on, think about? Hmm? Um, well, I'm going to start with a generic topic, but that topic goes right now in my life in four different paths. Um, because I'm such a busy person. Um, it's work. Um, I yeah, currently I have a, I currently <laughs> have a full-time, full-time job that has not been good. I just got demoted with my salary cut by a third, oh and I'm looking, because of a mistake I made, um, oh. not horrific, but a mistake I made, and I owned up to it. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm looking for another job. Two, I'm self-employed. Um, I have a conference and trade show i've been running for 13 years with a partner three i have an invention a product that i've invented that is currently with as you've seen on tv being evaluated um and fourth i'd like to go back to self-employment more on a full-time basis and i've started the process of getting what i need to do sort of off the ground but haven't had the time (laughs) Mm -hmm. um to get it off the ground so um Financially, I can't leave a job yet. Oh, I know I need another job in order to even find the money and the time to sort of launch that other last business. So uh, those are the four prongs of my work life. I see. 
And it's on that side, you have a little congregation going on in your house of the workplace. Yes. <laughs> you were born with a little congregation over there. We call it a stellium yes. in astrology, but I like to call it a congregation. It's kind of cute. So, yeah, so it's a big area of focus for you in this lifetime. You also, uh, right now, Uranus, of course, as I've mentioned before, uh, it's at 27 Aries, and it is on May the 15th. It will go to zero degrees of Taurus. Your midheaven is 29 degrees of Aquarius, which means Uranus is about to make a sextile to your midheaven. That is an opportunity that is sudden, unexpected, out of the blue, may advance you in a way that gives you some kind of fame, could even give you fortune if we have other things lined up alongside. Uh, Uranus is a surpriser, and it's also uh, the, the planet of inventions. Uh, Aquarius is the inventor. So to have that activity, uh, you could have something happen right then, uh, right around the time, uh, the beginning of May or um, even the second week in May. So I would be looking at that time as a key, and I would be building towards it with any any way that you can because that's uh, a very interesting doorway. When Uranus does go into uh, Taurus, it's going to make um, an act. It's going to activate your natal Uranus, uh, which is down at, in your uh, nadir. So it's in your fourth house, and uh, being in your fourth house, there is also uh, a statement there that you could find yourself suddenly uh, making a change in where you live. That's what uh, I was saying. <laughs> I don't know where. I'd like to go back to the, to the Pacific Northwest, but I'm not sure if that's my next move or not. Yeah, well, uh, that beautiful trine says that out of the blue I have an opportunity to go to my dream location. That's what the statement hmm. is. Hmm. Sudden okay. and ex- so if you're considering and, and desiring the Northwest, then you should certainly be applying in the right. Northwest. Okay, I am. Good, because it's very, very possible that you will uh, get that doorway open. Uh, Your graduation to be, uh, when you will find yourself perhaps uh, having gone to where you really want to go in terms of uh, your career hitting a spotlight, you're looking at... um, not this year, but next year. Next year in late fall, maybe early, or probably around, I want to say Thanksgiving. Of so, 2019. Yes, 2019, okay. around Thanksgiving. And that is a very important doorway for you. Right now also you have um, Pluto. You know, Pluto is very slow mover. It's a 21 Capricorn, and it is sitting right on top of your Mars, your progressed Mars in Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful. You have mentioned a couple of times you don't have a lot of time. Pluto on top of Mars can literally burn you out, and you don't know you've been burnt out until you're completely burnt out and you see that you're just only ash. That's all that's left. Okay? So you always have to pay attention when Pluto is in this kind of position. And Pluto takes time to move, so it doesn't move instantly. So okay. this next month or so, you want to breathe, take time to breathe, take time to say, okay, put a timer on if you have to, and say, okay, this 
my 10-minute doorway. I'm going outside now. I'm going to smell the flowers. I'm going to sit. I'm going to do a little meditation. I'm just going to relax. I'm just going to allow myself to kind of become part of the bench, you know. Mm -hmm. You need to do that because, like I said, when Pluto is on top of Mars and you are naturally an energized individual, you can burn yourself out literally to where you can become ill. (laughs) So you don't want to do that. Okay. Yeah, so like all last weekend, I've been spending several weekends the last few months just reading nonstop or watching Hallmark. I mean, that's absolutely fine. There are it, periods, it relaxes me. Uh-huh. There are periods of time in everyone's life where we need to do that, and unfortunately most of us, because we're women and we were trained to put away the dishes, wash the dishes, put on the table, blah, you know, the whole thing that we're trained to do, that we have to do everything, and then we get to go to bed. We can feel guilty when we're sitting there doing what we call nothing. Mm-hmm. Everyone who's yep. listening to my voice, please understand that when you are sitting doing nothing, you are actually doing something. You are not ever doing nothing. What you are doing is opening a doorway for the greater part of who you are to come through and revitalize your entire being and download information that you couldn't get otherwise. Hmm. Okay? I like, so, I like that way the way you said it. It makes a lot of sense. So remember that, and do not berick yourself for sitting and enjoying watching a vegetative movie like there are on Hallmark, where we all know what the outcome is going to be. True, <laughs> but they're entertaining. So yeah, enjoy, enjoy. There are periods of time in our lives where we need to do these things, and in your case, it's very important because. Otherwise, like I said, you're going to look around and find out you're all ashes. <laughs> we don't gotcha. want you to Okay? <laughs> Understood. Understood. Yeah, and you've got Pluto going two ways. It's not just on top of your Mars, on top of your progressed Mars in the eighth, but it's also making, it's activating a hard square from the progressed Pluto to your natal Mars. So you've got it in two directions. Uh, you absolutely must take time because your natal mars is in your house of health it is the ruler of your house of health and to have mm-hmm. pluto making that square mm-hmm. you're, you're you're asking for trouble you're asking for it and it's going to take another year before that pluto moves out of the way so okay please listen to what i said and don't let us hear that you did anything that you shouldn't have done so that you got sick <laughs> Well, it also it also makes me think that last that fourth thing that I was talking about and starting in my own business again. It's like Shelley, you really don't have the time. I mean, with my invention, I only do so much with it right now because I want to license it. it. I don't have the energy or or the time or the money to to devote in getting it off the ground. Um, you have so Jupiter rising in your chart, so relax, okay? Yes. Yeah. A year from now, you've got an opportunity that will open up. A year from now, Pluto will have moved out of the way. Yeah, yeah. So so, my, right, right, right now is my time to find a new job versus the one I currently have, which is pretty toxic. So. Mm-hmm. So go like plan. And definitely <clears throat> bless that job that's toxic as you do it, because remember, those who call into this program, and there are many, many people listening who don't call in, they're lights. You're individuals who are looking to expand your states of consciousness. So you are lights, 
And when you work in a space where spirit has opened a door for you to go in, they need a light in that location. The fact that you're aware that it's toxic is just more proof that they need that light there. So please take your job and realize, I am just here to pour love. So go in, do a job, and don't think of it as toxic. Think of it as your doorway to poor love, because this is where spirit wants you right now. So hmm. always okay. be caused in your life. Don't don't allow other people's opinions become your world. Be cause in your life, which means choose how you think and choose how you respond. Don't react. If you make okay. that choice when you walk in the door, it will not be as toxic as it used to be. Okay. That's a good thought. Very true. Um, we, we have to move you... on, Shelley. Okay. I'm that's sorry. Fine. That's, fine. that's okay. All right. Thank you very much. Take, Take care, care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <clears throat> okay. We've got Patty here, patiently waiting. Hi, Patty. Hi. Thank you. I'm enjoying this. Us Great. too. So what is your date of birth, Patty? My date of birth is January 7th, 1955. I was born at 5.15 p.m. in Chicago. Okie dokie. Are you still in that area or you're not? I get a feeling you're not. Well, I'm, I'm around the area. Okay. Chicago, Illinois. Let's go. That's a. There are a lot of dynamic things going on in Chicago. Mm. Have a fantastic art center there. Okay, so now, what do you want me to focus on? You have all kinds of lovely things going on in your chart. Well, yes, many uh, many changes, but I'm in the process of trying to refinance two mortgages. Okay, so we're looking at eighth house information here you want to refi. Let's see. Uranus and Saturn both rule that, and since you're born with Saturn as as one of your um, powerhouses here, Let's see what we've got going. You know, you have Sun Sextile Saturn natally in your chart. That's a really positive statement for someone who needs to do a refi. Let's see if we've got activation. Um, We do. We do because Jupiter is retrograde right now and is basically facing your Saturn. And as we get closer and closer, it becomes more uh, aligned with it. So that is a very good thing. And there's probably going to be a key day. Let me go forward a little bit. Give me a minute here. You just go forward. Here it is at 19, that sweet little devil. Let's go a little further. And here it is at 15. That's what we were looking for. So we want to go a few days in the other direction, and we should find what I am after. So, we have a period of time here. I'm going to put all of it up for you. From about the May the 10th, and it, probably more active than, yeah, no, yeah, that'll work. 
So around May the 10th, until it becomes exact, on May, is it still May? Nope, June. Until about June um, the 1st. That is a period of time where if we have other planets who will be also helpful, you have activation of that eighth house cusp by Jupiter, which says there may be a gift or a doorway opening for a refine that will give you what you want, especially if it has to do with property or okay. any of property. So I think you're going to do fine. You know, you're natally already set for it. Natally, you have nothing that's trying to stop you. So that's always excellent. And uh, Jupiter, uh, of course, hitting that point is an additional bonus. And let me just see if anybody else is working with you. Saturn is also retrograde, and it's applying to your north node. So I'll ask this question. Um, Is there someone that you have done business with before, it could be a bank, it could be a mortgage broker, it could be an older person that you know who has lots of money, um, who maybe you've met through either a service business or through um, or a service organization or through work, um, that you have always felt there was a connection. If that rings any bells, that would be a person I would talk to and ask them to give you a lead. And you might just say, you know, um, I was wondering, I feel like you have a lot of knowledge. Is it possible mm. to know somebody who who uh, is a mortgage broker or someone who uh, yes. might be interested in refinancing something, because uh, I'm kind of looking around and was wondering, and for some reason I just thought, you might know something. My and nephew you might be used to work in mortgages. Very surprised that they will know. <laughs> because <laughs> his signature indicates this is someone from a past life who you have a connection with. And they will be happy to help. And they may be the person with the money. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I'm always careful how I approach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you might want to give that a try. And you also have this nice uh, thing that's going to happen when Saturn goes forward again. It's going to activate your uh, progressed Mars. And your progressed Mars has to do with investment. So, again, there's an opportunity here. And it looks like it comes either through your workplace, a health-related thing, a service-related thing, or your career a doorway that opens things up. And it could open up uh, a doorway for career, uh, for more more stability in career. Um, more, I don't know, I want to say pension. I don't know why I'm saying pension, but <laughs> more money for retirement is what it looks like to me. Okay. Okay. Does it, um, do you see anything about, um, like, my uh, abilities to, um, I haven't been able to actually sit down and focus on myself, but go forward with healing modality. Is that I, didn't, I didn't completely understand that last part. Something about healing modality, I didn't catch it all. It's me going forth with that. I've kind oh. of been, right, always busy with other people. 
So you're, you're looking at something that would be a healing modality for yourself is what you're saying? Yes. Got it. Okay. Well, one thing that is um, it's still a, a little bit of a ways off, Neptune is very another slow mover, but uh, it's not as slow as some of the other movers. And uh, it's starting to apply to your um, your progressed sun. I wonder if it will catch it. I'm going to just play a little bit here and move it forward, and let me just see, because the progressed sun does move pretty rapidly. No, it's going, it's going to catch it. And uh, it's a little ways away. It's 2021. But in 2021, it will catch it. Be a year where your intuition, your spirituality, uh, everything activates, and I don't. I, whatever you might want to do that could could have to do with opening up to knowing more, to spirit, to taking your energy, and and I don't want to say an energy mover, but a healing modality where your energy uh, helps lift people, helps increase their own awareness, uh, you, you've you got just a whole year where this energy is so aligned, you should be able to pretty much be successful at anything to do with psychic abilities. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very unusual alignment. I can't say I've, in thousands of readings, I have never seen one like this one. You know how, I can't even tell you how rare that would be. But it is incredibly rare because your progressed sun at this point is on top of your natal Mars and Neptune in Pisces in rulership is on top of both of them. So you have these three magnificent beings, your sun in Pisces, uh, progressed sun in Pisces, not your born sun, but in Pisces your progressed sun is actually active with your natal Mercury. So here we have this connection that says I'm highly intuitive, I can I can know, I can hear, I can see. Uh, And then your Mars, uh, Mars in Pisces is normally not the strongest energy field. Uh, This is an individual who benefits a lot from sleep. And and they can certainly be a traveler of the inner worlds because the ninth house is the higher worlds. So, and you can also learn from that uh, if you wanted to learn. I don't know if you've ever ma- used the dream state or anybody is, maybe someone has to give you permission. You've got all the permission in the world for me because I've used the dream state to learn to ride horses when I was a child. So you Ooh. can do anything in the dream state. So, oh. But you're more than capable of doing that. Uh, and so you have the sun and Mars and, the moon and, and Neptune together during that year. That is really pretty phenomenal. Um, so I think if that you want to move forward with any kind of healing abilities, that's your year. And that's not that far away. No, Michelle, we got to move. Okay, oh, we got to so much. Fascinating, and I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. You're Thanks welcome. There, you have a good night. You too. Thank you. Oof. Okay, we've got we've got James here. Hi, James. Are you there? Hi, ladies. How are you? We're doing great. Now that we've got a man finally on the line. Hooray. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. So tell us, James, what is your date of birth? Certainly. It's 3-30-85. March 30th. 
So you just had a birthday. I did. Happy birthday. Thank you. 34 years old? Is that what I – did I figure that right? You got it. 33. You got it. Uh, And the time of birth? Uh, It was 10.38 in the morning. 10.38 a.m. And where were you born? I was born in Miami, Florida. Miami. Okie dokie. I've never been to Miami. I have clients in Miami. Mm. I've you never clients been. everywhere. Well, that's true. <laughs> and and a lot of places I'd like to visit, too. <laughs> <laughs> you name it. I've, I've been on the interplanes all over the you've place. Re- with my you've read it, if not been there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, what would you like us to focus on, James? Uh, well, I don't have a particular focus, but if there's something in my chart that's sticking out to you, I'm I'm very open to that. Awesome. Okay, let's take a look. You know, your midheaven is you have Pisces. You have Pisces on the midheaven, and uh, so you're not you're not necessarily the guy who gets out in front of everybody. Although your sun is in Aries and it's late in this house, very late. So maybe as a child you weren't so much out there, but that sun in Aries can put you out there <laughs> and uh, can make you aggressively go forward despite the fact that you might not want to be in the front of the pack, So, which is probably a good idea. The people in the front usually fall down when there's a problem, and then you know not to fall down. It's always a good thing. Anyway, uh, let's see what's going on in your chart. With that midheaven, uh, of course, Jupiter is the ruler of Pisces, is the ancient ruler of Pisces. And uh, Jupiter right now is in uh, Scorpio, but it is in retrograde. It has activated your your midheaven last uh, last December or November, so you might have had an opportunity that opened up. It's going to turn around and activate your Saturn here com- coming this fall, and Saturn in your chart is also it's a it's a ruler of two houses in your chart, both the eighth and ninth. So there's going to be a focus at that point on certain things, and it it may focus through your workplace. It could focus on traveling. It could focus on um, uh, mortgages or, I I want to say, um, sharing resources with someone else. It could also focus on uh, some kind of uh, conference or education that might help you uh, Go another step in your workplace. All of those things are possible. And so this coming fall, you might be thinking about, where does that fit me? And uh, mm-hmm. then kind of looking into it because it, it will be a benefit to you. Uh, let's see what else I see coming up. Well, while you're looking at that, now, this is going to sound so weird, James, but then I like weird. Um <laughs> I keep hearing I keep hearing tap dancing. I keep hearing um I'm not necessarily saying you should be tap dancing, but I'm seeing all those old movies with Fred Astaire and and Jean Murray and you know, there's some sort of music in your feet. <laughs> Do you dance? <laughs> I I don't dance professionally, but I've I've been interested um in maybe taking a dance class or two. Well, you have Mars Go. and Taurus, and Mars and Taurus can dance. So you Go should for it. take a dance <laughs> class. 
Martin Torres. Oh, that's very, good. That could be a very good dancer. I mean, you uh, I know you just, have an Aries, so Venus Aries. Venus and Aries want something that goes fast and 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 it can be athletic. So you know, look at the jive. <laughs> look at one of those faster dances. I don't know those ones where they spin on the floor. Maybe you'll like that. I don't know what. what and and I I would I would really seriously look into tap because you've had okay. you have had past lives where you've done it, and wow. there's just something about tap. That keep you know I keep I I look at ballroom and ballroom yeah you'll be you'd be great but tap is a form of of communication and expression that is very unique and well you know wow. there's a, something to be said about that too because uh, uh, Venus in in uh, Aries Aries is metal and uh, and tap shoes have metal on them so you've got something going there there. You woman, you. <laughs> You'll have to let us know if you get into tap dancing. We want to see you on YouTube. <laughs> that is so okay, I will. <laughs> well, your feet at least. <laughs> your feet at least. I love you. You're crazy. <laughs> I don't know how I ever found Barbara or she found me, but quite <laughs> I'm not sure how it happened either. <clears throat> oh, Lord. So let's see what else is going on. Hmm. You know, you were born with Pluto in that fifth house. So transformation, that's, you know, that's, a, that's the house of creativity. And, uh, and having it in Scorpio, uh, it's in rulership. So you have this powerful energy. There's something about the statement is when you do things creatively, uh, you're very powerful at it. So, again, that could be tap because tap takes a little more power than everything else. Um, but you'd probably be very good at it. And what's interesting is your south node is in this house, too. And the south node is also in Scorpio, which, of course, is ruled by Mars. And the south node is about what talents are we bringing from a past life. So, very interesting. Wow. Of course, this could also be someone who makes really amazing arrows with metal heads. So I'm not going to just leave it with dance. <laughs> I have so many other possibilities. You could be someone who might make some very interesting uh, uh, things that that have that are used for surgical work or for uh, for military. Oh, but, uh, he's got a past life as a as a smith, as a blacksmith. Uh, that 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 would fit very nicely here. He's got a past wow. life as a Somebody who made swords and daggers and things like this. This goes back to to Rome. Um, and you were famous for your blades because you put magic into them. Wow. Oh, I believe wow. that. The Scorpio energy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, wow. fits. that fits. So you should have a real attraction to that. And all of this comes, this house, uh, all the Scorpio energy that's in this house comes through Libra because Libra is what you have on the outside of the house, which indicates that whatever you create must be beautiful. It can't just be powerful. It must also be beautiful. So uh, you've got a combination of statements here. Very interesting. Wow. Good wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use bottle caps. Get real taps. <laughs> oh, my Lord. 
You're unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was wow. Thank you. Well, you know, your your progress moon is getting ready to go into this fifth house. It will be in there in uh, two and a half months. Two and a half months. Did I do that right? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, two and a half months. So you should uh, start looking at what you want to do because the creative flow will be even more so as it goes into this house. You'll be saying, I really need to do something where I connect with other people and I'm doing something that is beautiful, it's social, and at the same time, it's going to make me feel fulfilled. So, And it will become more and more, as, you, as that moon continues, you will have a more powerful intention to make it powerful. And when you actually move into the power statement, I will give you that. Um, let's see. Um, my brain I was up too early this morning. Uh, tw- 20 months? Can I do that? No, it's it's less than that. It's eighteen, about eighteen and a half months. You'll start really striking power. Eighteen and a half months, and then three months after that, whatever it is you're doing, you will hit a level of power like you don't believe you can do. Wow. So, wow. Wow. we'll be looking for that YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. I've never thought about that. Thank you. Thank you. You have a wonderful night, James. You too. Thank you. Good night now. Okay, we're going to try to squeeze in one more. This is going to have to be a quickie, okay? Yeah, you know I don't know how to do that, but I'll do my best. (laughs) (laughs) You got Wendy. (laughs) Go for it, Wendy. Hello, Wendy. Hi. We lost her. Guess guess we did. Well, then we will try we'll try Jessica, but it'll have it'll have to be even quicker now. Hi Jessica, you there? Hi, yes I am. Okay. <laughs> What's your date of birth, Jessica? We're gonna try to rampage this one. It's eleven twenty six eighty eight and I don't know the time. November twenty sixth, nineteen eighty eight, and she is timeless. Okay, we're gonna put you in at noon. Because that's what we do as astrologers when we don't know the time. Okay. Well, I just wait. You've got nine minutes, but I'm just going to warn both of you that Blog Talk will cut us off at the hour. I won't have any leeway, so we'll go till they stop us. Go, go on ahead, okay. Michelle. So, what, what, where were you born, Jessica? Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Got it. All right, let's go see what we can find. And what what would you like me to look at if I have enough time to look at it, which we don't really know, do we? Uh-uh. Um, I love life. Um, someone I was dating, things kind of went south today. <laughs> oh, so. well, don't worry about it. Because uh, usually when things go south in a Mercury retrograde, they come back. Okay. They don't go south for good, usually in Mercury retrograde. They go south so that you can find something out that you didn't otherwise realize. And with Mercury being in Aries, the questions you may want to ask yourself is, uh, they run along the question of, is the person have the same kind of energy as I have? Do they have the same kind of morals as I have? 
Are they an individual who is as passionate as I want them to be? Are they someone who uh, is too aggressive or not aggressive enough? Ask those kinds of questions and see what your answers are because uh, the breakup has to do with some of that. Okay. Okay? See that, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I can't tell you as much as I could tell other people because we don't have a time, and so I can't narrow anything down in time. But I could probably look at this and tell you something. Mm, Okay. (laughs) I know your heart is broken, and I don't want that. So on the inner... I'm hurting. (laughs) On the inner, Barbara and I are going to give you big hugs. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, sweetie. You know, you have your mom can't. You're such a also, such a loving person. You're so sweet just, and loving. You're just so also soft. remember, these things always happen for a good reason. Yes. Yes, they do. And yeah. right now, the moon, no wonder, look at all of this. The moon, we're in a full moon zone, okay? And the moon, as we're talking, and this happened before we started talking, the moon was applying to your Pluto which makes a trine to your moon natally. So you have a moon trine. So you are more emotional now, and it is a powerful emotion. It is a transformative emotion. So Mm -hmm. don't let it tear you up. Talk to it. Work with it. Ask spirit, what is it I need to transform? It's in Scorpio, so it has to do with issues of intimacy. Mars and Aries is not intimate. Okay, but you are an intimate type. So if this man Mm -hmm. does not know how to be transparent and intimate with you, then he is probably not the right man for you because you will not change him. He will not become that. So you may want to consider opening the door so spirit can bring you the person who uh, you can have this fabulous transformation with. So that's what I would say anyway. And... um, interesting that it's all in this zone but that man is more than likely will come back and if he activates your Pluto as much as your Pluto's being activated now you really want to take the time to pay attention now as to what it is that you are not suited about him and not just the things that you are suited to because this is your time to find out what you know and then make a choice Don't make a choice because Pluto pushed you into it. People, I have worked with clients who are stuck because of Pluto's energy, and it takes them years to break away. Don't don't let that happen to you. Make sure that this is a person who meets what your real needs are. Okay? So take the time to do that because we don't want you hurt. Moon and Cancer is so low. And we want you to be cared for and loved and nurtured as much as you nurture these others, whether it's a man mm-hmm. or because you're that way. So let's mm-hmm. see what else I can tell you uh, without uh, my little angel on the other side. She's going to say something. Four uh, minutes. <laughs> Hey, I think we got a lot across already. I did pretty good, I thought. <laughs> you did, you did. You know, this has probably been the best thing that could have happened to you. Step back and take a good, solid look at everything 
and make sure that that it feels like there are parts of this person that you think could be better, but they might change, and they don't ever change. You know oh, what you see is what you get. Yeah, don't go down that road. Yeah, yeah. Don't go down that road. Yeah, you'll you'll be unhappy because you did. I hear. I hear you saying everything was perfect except, and those accepts are what become the cancers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, you know, your best moon is not in a position to really help you out. And uh, that's probably good because there's a part of you that really desires to shop around, to go out and have fun, to socialize, to connect, to play. Uh, that's mm-hmm. going to be part of you now for the next, what is it, 24 months, 22 months, 22 months, excuse me, actually 21 and a half months to get more exact. So that that's what you should be doing during this period and release and allow yourself to really identify what qualities you want so you can bring them. This man's going to come back, though, and he probably yeah, and- come, if he doesn't come back right away, he'll be back in the next uh, retrograde. So, always yeah, and, and the element of trust is here. I don't think you trust him. It's not that I don't trust him. It's, I mean, the, the situation is just weird. Like everything was really good with us. Like it's it's it, it's been new. Like we mm-hmm. were spending um, a couple weeks together. And then, and we had just met and we we're spending like weeks together. And then he had to leave for two weeks for work and then to see family and friends back where he's from because he's not from the state. He just moved here for a job. And while he was gone, he ended up, and we were, we were just dating. We're not in a relationship, but he ended up um, getting together with someone from his past and he told me about it and I got really upset about it. And that's what the whole situation, that's what the whole thing is about. That isn't Mercury retrograde in a nutshell. I don't know what is. He is somebody's past Mercury retrograde. And what will more than likely happen since it's a double twist is that he'll discover that the person from his past is not who he really wants, but instead he wants you, and by the time he comes back for you, you'll realize that he's not what you want. And so the twist will twist on. Um, Yeah. It's just really weird because we've only known each other for, like, about a month when this happened. And then he left for two months, and then that happened. And it was, like, kind of at that point where it's like, well, are we going to – is this going to be a relationship or is this not going to be a relationship? And since – it was still new. Like part of me, I didn't get really too upset at him because I'm like, okay, well, you don't know me that well. Like we haven't known each other that long. You don't know me very well. And he's known this girl for like five years. So a little part of me kind of understood, but then at the same time I was like, well, it kind of sucks to hear. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, Jessica, I hate to do this to you, but we really only have about 10 seconds left. So we've got to say good night. But hang in there. Um, can I ask when the next um, retrograde is going to be? Uh, the next one? No, I don't even have it in my brain. But hang on a second. One second. Can you give me a second, Donna? Oh, no. Wait. Here we go. Here it is. July 25th through August 18th. Okay. So by July, okay. he should be back. Yeah. 
if not before the end of this one, which doesn't isn't over till the fifteenth. Okay. Uh, okay. He didn't even want to leave. I pushed him off. <laughs> well, well, get your grounding and and let him have this experience because then you'll know if he comes back, he was meant to be with you. Right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, girls. Thanks for calling. Good night. Good night. Um, Michelle, thank you so much. I think we're out of, I know we're out of time. Um, Oh, I know we are. And I'll go um, in the kitchen and get time for you. The next time I see you, I'll have more. Okie doke. Fantastic. (laughs) Good night now. Good night.